0: Welcome back to Beyond the Gate, our little alchemist brotherhood podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Meg. And today we're talking about episode 29, Struggle of the Fool.
1: Yes, in this episode, the Albrechts are at Bradley's mercy. If the brothers make one wrong move, those tears to them will pay. As Mustang quietly gathers allies at his side, Ed discovers there may be no need to find a philosopher's stone. Yeah,
0: this was a good aftermath episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it was another one of those like, at, you know, end of the battle, wrapping things up. Yeah, like what's going to happen next kind of episodes, but it's good. So let's let's start this. So Envy is taking Ed and Al somewhere. They take he takes him to an elevator, and they go up. And the elevator opens, and they are in Central Command. They were right under it. Um, and Envy has transformed into some random, random soldier, and he tells the boys that they are dirty, and they need to clean up. Before they go to see Wrath, Ed is showering, and we, I just had to shout out, his hair is beautiful.
0: Yep. Goldilocks.
1: uh, Yep. Every time I see it down, it's, it's so...
0: Envious. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I am envious of him. Um... And he tells he tells um Al about his body and yeah. it's super cute. Al is like so he's like so excited. He's like They hate my body. It's it's uh It's there. There's a possibility to get it back. Yeah, he's got hope yeah. for the
0: first time in what five years?
1: Yeah, he's so excited and I was excited for him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh in the manga they have a little bit longer of a conversation about it and Ed kind of poses Using a philosopher's stone to go back in to get him out, and Al is dead set against it, like we can't use people. we know what the philosopher's Stone is made out of, but Ed just like yells at him and says, "You didn't see your body, and then he kind of like sobers up and says, "If you'd seen your skinny, butt you'd feel the same way
1: <laughs> I like it, and it's it's awesome we get to see we get to see more um more inside into Ed's style cuz when he's done with the shower he like spikes his little hair up um so he, his he little hair it. antenna is deliberate yep. yep um and while he's while he's uh, about to you know get changed and whatever he sees he sees May the and he's like why do you still have that thing and then we see that May is actually inside of Al's body she's she's not doing too hot um but ed ed freaks out he's like why'd you have to bring her here like what are you doing and al of course he's such a gentleman he's like i had to she was hurt what i was going well yeah do. he um he, she
0: couldn't go with scar in the end it this was the best mm-hmm. option
1: yeah which i honestly i totally forgot about until um we saw this and i was like yeah. oh oh yeah i forgot she didn't actually go with scar at the moment envy comes into the bathroom and ed is um completely naked and they both scream and i've got two notes on this all right
0: the first is that i don't know what it is about like when a hero and a villain share an emotion i just find it awesome and like the the um community reaction of something It was also just kind of hilarious to see Envy, like, who's, who's normally like, I'm so bad, I'm so evil, just lose it over seeing someone naked. Um, but, um, the second thing was in the manga, um, he, like, Envy comes in because he hears Ed's reaction to Al saying that he's got May with him and, uh, Ed is able to cover up with a towel before Envy gets in there. And Ed's just like making up the slam excuse, like, I slipped on that bar of soap right there. See? that? that that's why I yelled, yeah, I slipped. And Envy just comments, um, stop acting like you're in a manga and walks away. Breaking, and, like breaking uh, the fourth wall.
1: Yeah, breaking the fourth wall a little. Um, so then Envy, uh, he takes them to Wrath and, he opens the door, and Wrath is Fear Bradley, which, of course, we already know. But Ed, like, figures it out right away. He's like, oh, he, yeah, he's a monkey which, like, they'd already discussed with yeah, Mustang earlier. Said, yeah, said that. so, like, they already kind of suspected, but... So it didn't take him that long to figure out who Wrath was. Roy is also in the room, and Ed's kind of like, what are you doing here? And Roy just basically tells him that, like, all his... People have been scattered and and he's kind of uh, helpless right now and it's it's interesting because Al Ed and Al and Mustang and it's just the fear and they they like zero in on like he only has his has his sword and they're like wow he's that confident that he can take all three of us on um, so like don't cross him then uh, they. May coughs inside of Al's body and Al Al and Ed like freak out and Al starts fake coughing. Which as, everyone knows he's hollow. Yeah, it's he's not. hollow on the inside. Like he he has no reason to cough. But like they the just, fear
0: has to know he's hollow, right? Because they're the candidates for the human sacrifice because yeah, oh yeah, they did the human sure transportation. Knows. No,
1: he and he so. saw he saw it no. when um they were fighting greed. Right. In the sewers. right. Yeah. Basically, the Führer tells Ed now to keep their heads down and like don't interfere with their plans. You guys are powerless, and Ed is like, "Really? Oh, really?" He like pulls out his watch and he tries to resign, and he kind of he has realized that the state alchemist program is just for finding sacrifices. The Führer takes takes the watch and he looks at it, and there's there's blood on it, which. Mm, I don't know whose that is. Maybe is I think it it's just is? from being in Gluttony's stomach and like okay, being yeah. With oh, yeah, dirt and grime and blood. Yeah. He so he takes it and then he he brings up Winry. He's like, "Oh, your little uh, automail friend, Winry Rock, Rockbell, is it?" And like she's in uh, my she's gosh, over in Rush Valley. Yeah, and she's yep,
0: and she's like such an honest, nice young lady and. Wouldn't it be ashamed?
1: (laughs) What happened to her? Yeah, classic, Mm. um, classic threat. And Ed gets very upset, understandably, and he takes the watch back. He's forced to stay
0: as a dog in the military.
1: He's forced to stay, and then um, Al asks the Führer if they can still search for their bodies, and he says that they can, and. Then they ask Roy what he's going to do, and he's also going to stay in his position. Um, He's not giving up on his ambitions, so that kind of concludes the meeting. They they all get up to leave, but then um, Mustang asks if the Führer was the one who killed Hughes, and he says no, but he won't tell him who did it. Still a mystery to to Mustang. And as also as they're leaving, the Führer's like, "Yeah, will you wait a moment?" And then he stabs al in the side and then and then nothing happens and he's like hmm, interesting and then they leave and of course we see as soon as they get out Ed and Al are like freak out um it goes so close yeah yeah and we see we see may and xiaomei in in, uh, in al's legs
0: i love it and may's just like that almost took off my head <laughs> She's, she's like squished down in one of Al's legs. So her head just barely comes up to like just below waist level. She's lucky she's Mm -hmm. not any taller. She would have been dead.
1: Yeah. After, after they're done with their meeting, uh, Ed asks, uh, Mustang for money and, um, he gives him, he gives him some and he's like, what, you don't have any? Um, and then of course they like bicker a little and then Ed and Al run off.
0: I like it in the manga better because Ed takes exhaust it, so like, That's pathetic. That's all you've got. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ed doesn't have anything. So um, yeah, just saying,
0: um, he just got back from like a vast, bloody void. What he expected? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. And Roy, of course, he immediately goes to find Hawkeye, and and Armstrong is waiting for him. Um, and <laughs> Mustang is so disappointed and and our son's like you look why why are you so disappointed he's like and musting, i love is lying he says just how would you expect me to appear i was hoping a young woman um would be standing here not a mustachioed muscle man and then in that in that moment the the lieutenant she comes back and uh she took a latrine break she'd been and standing there all night yeah that's crazy i would not nope not for me and then i don't know it's kind of a sweet sweet exchange between Roy and Risa, because, you know, they're, they're separated now. Um, reza has been transferred to serve as um, the Fuhrer's, like, personal, um... Uh, personal aid. Yeah, yep. And basically, some of the, the conversation is that they're not giving up on each other. Even though they're, they'll, they won't be working together, they're, they're, they're still a team. And it's very sweet. And then we go back to Ed now, and they are calling Winry... Um, they're at at a phone booth, of course. Always at a phone booth. Um, yeah. And honestly, they uh, like seriously, they always make it look like it's the same phone booth, which it totally might be. And I, it might, it really might. I don't like that. <laughs> um, and, and that's that is what they were using the colonel's money for. Um, they needed to call Winry, and he Ed asks asks if she she's okay, and if any if she's noticed anybody like following her or anything. And Winry's like, well, this is weird. Like, I never get a call from you, and you're never like, you know, it's so weird that you're worrying about me. And Ed, being Ed, he's like, well, fine, maybe I won't worry about you. Um, <laughs> and Winry's like, no, it's it's nice, and it's a sweet, a sweet yeah. conversation. Um, and then they hang up, and Greedling appears. <laughs> and yeah, he has a note from, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, I, I that that is what I will call him. Um it it's, it's, it makes the most sense. Yeah, and he has a note from Ling that, that um Ed N Al need to give to Lanfon. And I don't know, I I just I love Greedling so much. He's just he's just really annoyed because at first Edna i call him Ling. He's like I'm not Ling. Like stop it's calling green. me that. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't even remember how this came up, but we learned that greed doesn't fight women.
0: Oh yes, because I, um they they ask like, oh if we give this if if we're going to give this message to Lawn you're just going to follow us so you can try and kill her or something. And he's like, no. So I have a policy never to fight women, and my other policy is never to lie. So we we kind of learn that he's he's got some weird sort of moral code.
1: Yeah. Then we go back to Scar, who we haven't seen yet in this episode, but um, he is still in the sewers. He has killed, like, the... Seems like the last chimera that was that after him.
0: Sorry, the circle of life just popped into my head. Uh,
1: <laughs> and Scar is, I don't know, thinking about what father said about the Ishmael and war and everything. And that's when Dr. Marco gets his attention. He's, as we know, he's trapped down there. And he's like, hey, dude, help me, you know, I'll do anything to, you know, I'll heal you or I'll help you out um if you help me escape. So Scar go, goes down there and... Marco sees his face and he well first he realize that, that he's fallen and then he sees his face and he's like, Oh, you're that guy. Um, and he starts to freak out. And then um we, we leave them there. Um, and we go to Dr. Knox's house and we find out that May has a concussion, which makes sense. Needs, yeah, it makes sense, and she needs to rest. Um, and then Al gives Lon Lanfon Ling's message and basically it says that he's found a philosopher's philosopher's stone and Lonfon's like, Yay, great, like I need to, to go be with him and help him out. And then there's like a bunch of very short scenes um, yeah. kind of go around a lot. Uh, Cause then we go to wrath and greed and greedling and wrath is wrath is meeting the new, new greed for the first time. And they, they have kind of a um, greed tells him that, you know, Ling, Ling was a prince, you know, this body of a prince. And he's, he gave up his body willing, willingly. And he's like, he's kind of stupid. Then it's awesome. Cause Ling, he takes possession of of his body to fight back in wrath and greed. Like, oh, he's a fighter. He's not going to give up. So, just reminding us again that like, Ling's still in there. He's not gone. So, I I like that because <laughs> I like we said in the last episode, Ling really uh he grows on you. So yeah,
0: yeah. Very sad do you want you him to know. or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a freeloader. What did you? What did we yeah, it,
1: He is. He is. And then, uh, Riza, Roy, and Armstrong, they're in, they're in the car and Mustang and, and Hawkeye are telling Armstrong that, that Fuhrer is a homunculus, um, and kind of tells them what's been going on. Then we get some of Armstrong's backstory. Um, apparently he was dismissed from Ishval, um, because he, he couldn't fight. He couldn't see, he didn't understand the point of, of the war and, it was, it was breaking him. And basically he, he didn't, he was disappointed in himself because he didn't stand up. He was just, he didn't stand up for his beliefs. He just, you know, was dismissed. And then he didn't, he didn't try to stop, stop what was happening. Right. Um, and this time he, he vows that he's going to take a stand this time. He's not going to let them get away with what they've been doing. And then we find out that, well, hawkeye and armstrong find out that mustang is not giving up either he's gonna he's gonna keep fighting um and and they're both shocked but i don't know why they would be because it's mustang uh and then uh we we leave them there and then we go back to dr knox's house uh al is telling telling Lanfon what what happened to ling that yeah he found a philosopher's stone but but it's uh somebody complicated yeah it's complicated Um, and she's like, I I need an arm to help him. Yeah, Um, and, uh, in the manga, she
0: has, like, this determined look on her face, and Al compares her to Ed, and, like, the determined look he had when he first wanted automail, and, um, Lan says, if he healed from automail surgery in a year, I'll do it in six months. And Al's like, she's gonna get along great with the Rock Bells.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's, I believe that she can do it six months she'll be back and while they're talking may comes into the room and they recognize each other um they're both you know from shing and they're part of two two different clans and you can tell there's some animosity there right away um and this is also where we find out that may she is the 17th daughter she is pretty uh well to me that seems low on the low on the totem pole <laughs>
0: Um and, you know what? honestly I didn't think of the numbers before but Ling was like the 12th prince did he say?
1: Yeah he is. Uh, well, yeah, I think so, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah so it makes sense that like she's the 17th daughter if you look at their ages and whether Yeah
1: at, yeah that yeah. would make sense. That's such a to me that seems like such a terrible way to like run a qu- country. Is that yeah. like there's 50 clans and then like It's just
0: asking for conflict.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Huh. And then May and Lanfan they start to try to fight, and and it's Al is like in between them, like no, no, stop it. And they're and May's like, don't interfere with the affairs of our country. And then, uh, which I don't know, that just made me laugh. Um, and Doctor Knox comes in and he like, you guys are my patients, and you're not going to fight, um, basically. And May's like, don't interfere with the affairs of our country. And he's like, Shut up. Like, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna listen to me. Sit down it's and heal. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of amazing. And they kind of shut them up and they they uh they quit. They cut it out. And Al and Dr. Knox are well Al's he's just, just being a good boy. He's helping helping him um clean and stuff. And he finds a photo of Knox's family. Um and it's pretty like it's just sad. Why do they have to remind us of his sad backstory? Because he knocks like doesn't care and he just like throws it away. And Alice Alice like shocked, like, why would you do that? Yeah, um I
0: love I love what he says. Like you can't throw away a family photo. He he's he views it as like just this, this precious thing and he keeps it for him.
1: hmm So as you might have noticed, Al is just... Al is the only one at Dr. Knox's house, not Ed. And then we see what Ed is, Ed is doing. Ed is up to. He's been fixing up the, the homes and stuff that they destroyed during the during the fight with, um, with Scar. Which, what a good boy. Yeah. He is such a good boy. And he's able to use his alchemy again. Yeah. Uh, another
0: manga note. It's, it's really cute. So he... He's eating a hot dog as he's going around helping people and because if you'll remember, he's gone without food for quite a long time when he was trapped in Gluttony's stomach. Um, but he also checks up on the MPs who got hurt during the battle, and they're they're fine. They just got knocked out, and he apologizes for the trouble, and he uh fixes um the woman's house, like the the one he saved from the debris before and just other damage around the town. I just I don't know, I I got a kick out of that.
1: (laughs) I like that he you know, clean up after your mess. Yep. Um, His mama raised him right. Yep, he did. Um, and then the, we also find out as Ed is talking to the MPs that all of the alchemists couldn't use their alchemy during, like, when Ed and Al couldn't. Also, and then basically he's thinking about it more, and he's like, "Well, why? Why could Scar and May use theirs? Um, there must be, there must be something different about it, and he wants to learn it. And then he does." As, yeah. Very last scene. Um, we see he still has he still has a gun, um, and he needs to return it to Hawkeye.
0: Yep. Uh in the manga, there's a there's more to that. He gets her address from Breda, who is is still at Central Command, he's in the middle of packing. Um, and Ed calls Breda kinda late at night and he's in I guess his hotel room or whatever, and I just had to mention it because it's another scene where he has
1: his hair down. <laughs> uh amazing. I will yeah, I didn't read the manga this week, so I'll have to go back and look at that. You'll catch up. <laughs> yeah. And then uh so that's the end of the episode, but there's actually an extra scene at the end of the credits. Um we see Father sitting sitting in his room and we hear Mark Dr. Marco talking and he's telling Scar that he was forced to make a philosopher's stone and they want him to do it again. And he he calls Scar God and asks him to kill him. And that, like, as soon as he calls, calls Scar God, you, like, see his uh, Scar's eyes like, nope, I don't like that. Um, and he is very angry. And he tells Marco to tell him everything.
0: Tell um, me everything um, that happened in Ishval. Everything. Don't leave, leave out a single detail. Yep. It's, yeah, very intense. A- another note about father, when we see him something weird is happening and he's got like veins kind of like popping out on his chest and something crawls out of him and this happens in the manga too it's like a baby gluttony so he's gluttony is reborn unfortunately
1: no Ew. it's interesting like he gets reborn but then like yeah actually isn't...
0: yeah i think it's because her core was completely destroyed he in the manga, oh, yeah, there's a brief he... scene of him pulling the core out of Gluttony before his body disintegrates entirely. He consumes the Philosopher's Stone, and he tells Gluttony that he will reform him with all of his memories intact.
1: Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Alright, that's the end of the episode.
0: We have something brief to discuss before we get to the end notes. Um There was a short story at the end of this volume of Fullmetal Alchemist. It was so cute! um it's when ed and al are really little like al is just like toddling around and he's so adorable and um it's the elric household back when their father was still living with them and uh ed is being very mean to al he's hitting him and just bullying him trisha just doesn't understand why he's being mean and um ed runs away you know like any kid does when they're in trouble and um he's just sitting outside of the bathroom and muttering to himself about how Al gets all the attention and his mom must not love him. And he's really upset. And unbeknownst to him, his father is in the bathroom hearing all of this. And his dad just like peeks out the door and is like, Ed, as punishment for bullying your little brother, you are going to hold this pail full of water. And Ed is just like, what why it's heavy and he tries but gives up almost immediately because the thing weighs a lot to him and his dad's like you gave up already really it's like i can't do it it's heavy what do you expect And he's like well that weighs about as much as a baby and your mom had to carry you in her tummy for all those months do you really think she doesn't love you and that makes ed think and he goes back to al and Trisha thinks he's going to bully him again, but he ends up patting his head. It's, like, resolute that he's going to be a good big brother. And mm-hmm. I like that one, because, I mean, it, it shows why, I guess, Ed is so protective of Al, because it's his duty as a big brother. But it also shows that his father did teach him some important lessons mm-hmm. when he was little, some formative things. And another funny thing, you don't you don't really get the humor in this until you watch the full metal alchemist brotherhood bloopers but um trisha and al are walking down the hallway and trisha's like i think i'm gonna make stew tonight for dinner al <laughs> al's just got like drool
1: coming out of his mouth he loves his stew we'll yeah, bloopers after we're done yeah yeah we will oh it's so cute that
0: it's very cute mm-hmm. Yes, you do love your anime babies.
1: Yes, I do. They make me so happy. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: that was just a cute little thing we wanted to mention. Uh, Voice actor notes, we didn't have anything for that. And we didn't have any other commentary, like animation-wise or science-wise. This episode was just kind of us taking a breather, catching up after the last big fight. And um, one note we did have was a story elements analysis, and that was the return after the battle. Things are eerily normal after what our characters have been through. However, there are still threats lurking beneath the mundane. Yeah,
1: that's about it. Yep. So what was uh, your favorite line of the episode? Mine came from Roy, and he said, I
0: never feel more human than when I'm fighting real monsters. I like that one.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, I do too.
0: Yeah, what was yours?
1: Mine came from Greedling it's uh it's when wrath and and greed are talking and wrath says something along the lines of like that prince like cared about his people and he's so dumb or you know whatever uh for for caring about about them and ling then takes control of his body and he says shut the hell up don't underestimate humans (laughs) and he says it with like such intensity and it's yeah, we're it's gonna have awesome. to show
0: that meme too because the fierce reaction yeah, is hilarious
1: yeah. there's there's some good memes of this episode hopefully i'll remember to post them because i have been really terrible about that lady lately, lately. Yeah, it's fine we've been busy <laughs> <laughs> yes um and then what was what did we learn in this episode
0: um i think a line Risa said kind of sums sums it up she said someone once told me never to give up no matter what and once was all i needed just don't give up, even though things are really tough. I think don't give up has been immoral before, but, like,
1: yeah, it's repeated it
0: multiple times throughout this show. I think that's a, a key factor. So we're going to say it again.
1: Yes, we are. I mean, I would say it's a over overarching theme because just, like, yeah. their whole journey seems impossible, like, them trying to get their bodies back, like, mm. that seems like an impossible task, but they're not gonna give up and then who pushed the story forward
0: Add and mustang for staying on as state alchemists even though there's danger surrounding them yep yeah and that's that
1: yeah this was a uh, i don't know i liked even though like we've had some really like action-packed episodes this one was uh it was nice this one was, yeah it was nice yeah i, I still yeah. enjoyed it yeah All right, right. we will be back next week with another episode. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.